Good morning. First things first. Fat lizard ankle slapper, says Tito in uh, lead, uh, Lake in the chat, not Tito. Good morning. Thank you very much. Yeah. If you don't know what that means, well, then you're not in the Discord. Exclamation mark Discord in the chat to be included in the conversations that we have offline when we are not on stream. But that's not now. We are on stream right now. Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. My name is Graham Day and I'm joined by Bibi. I'll read Bibi. Yeah. Good morning, sir. How's it going? Too bad. Just gonna execute Slack. There we go. So we don't get any noises. I'm good. I'm good. Do you have a good weekend? I did. It was a very long, enjoyable weekend. Like I've never done so much walking in my life. I got to see Billy Ocean strut his stuff in Blackpool. That was fantastic. Beautiful. He can still, he can still fucking sing. That lad. He's like seventy five, I think now. And he was flying around that stage like he was, like it's like like it was still in the seventies. Do you know what I mean? Like. He was fucking quality, but yeah, uh, two two rounds of golf, thirty five k walked. It's been a long weekend, but a very enjoyable one. About yourself, sir? Uh, well, I, no point even me really talking, is there? Because I didn't get to see any Billy Ocean at all. Which was <laughs> what's the, what's even the point? Well, I'm not bothered. Whatever, mate. Whatever, mate. No, yeah, nice, nice chill weekend. Not too much on the gaming front. Um, I uh, did I play a single game? I'm not even sure I did. You know. Not one game of PUBG. Not one. I don't think so. Let me, let me think, let me think, let me think. I did fire it up <laughs> yesterday um, just to see if I got some. So so PUBG does a lot of viewer rewards campaigns. If you watch PUBG on Twitch, you get Twitch drops. Um, I have the knack of getting the Twitch drops that never show up in my account. So I then have to email mm. PUBG and say, where the fuck are my Twitch drops? So I loaded up PUBG yesterday to see if my drops had turned up ironically my drops from the last campaign turned up as a result of my complaint uh this campaign not so much so i've had to email again <laughs> yesterday but i've gone from the uh excuse me you forgot my drops cheers mate to uh uh to full-on karen i despite uh, demand that this is ex uh like escalated yeah. to a superior blah blah blah, blah kind of stuff because i don't want to spend my fucking life fucking i want i i want my crappy coupons that are going to give me one crate that's going to give me fuck all <laughs> in game yeah it's bad enough that that's what i'm trying to get uh let alone the fact that they're not giving them to me so so yeah i, I was a little bit of a stroppy so and so but yeah apart from that no didn't, didn't play a single game i watched a lot of x files i watched um justice league uh the snyder cut finally and uh, we are basically working our way through the dc universe because we're building up to watching the latest suicide squad we have watched a lot of the dc mm -hmm. universe films and blanked them out of our minds because a lot of them are terrible um yes. but we'd never watched justice league didn't realize that if you're watching them in order you should probably uh, you shouldn't watch the uh snyder cut you should watch the theatrical version didn't know so we were watching it yesterday and some things for consistency didn't quite work so like some of the films that that in the in the timeline come after like Aquaman don't really match up with what's in that um so it was a bit but actually I expected the Snyder cut to be I've heard some people say that the Snyder cut is is great some people say it's mm -hmm. terrible some people say it's all right it's a good middle of the road film I thought it was okay decent film yeah. I'd say it was better than okay not the best film I've ever watched but I thought it was decent far I was long mind but still decent enough <laughs> I haven't seen the Snyder Cut. However, we have finished watching Mythic Quest. If anyone's uh, got Apple TV, if you've got a PS5, obviously you can get it for six months free. Um, but we finished watching Mythic Quest. That is fucking great. Like if you've if you're into video games, like you need to watch Mythic Quest. There's like 
<laughs> there's a there's a character in there that's uh, the community manager and she's like locked in the basement away from everybody else because she's just going insane because of all the stuff that happens obviously in the community it's just send her insane so she'll like lock her down in the basement because she affects everyone with her personality um but yeah there's just stuff like that that kind of rings a little bit true um which is which is funny but yeah the mythic quest if you haven't watched it please watch that it's amazing just want to point um, out um that, that we work in the video games industry uh bibi is a community manager in the video games industry and <laughs> our entire office is upstairs whilst the studio yep. is downstairs and we kind of kick yeah. bibi in the studio yeah. locking downstairs in the basement in the studio <laughs> yeah, the, the, we've got a studio and then we've got a bit where all of the all of our merchandise and everything's being held Behind that is the boiler room. That's where I sit. Yeah, get out, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Your weird personality, get away. Don't want you infecting the rest of the the, the office. There you go. You can still hear me laughing from down there. <laughs> yeah, that's. Why do you think we got you putting soundproof tiles up? <laughs> one day, <laughs> one day. Yeah, it's for the recordings. That's what it is. Air quotes. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, welcome into the stream, ladies and gentlemen. On that bombshell, let me let me let me let me tell you who we are. My name is Graham Day. I'm joined by Bibi. Uh, we are Ice Cream Uploads. Well, we're two of the Ice Cream Uploads team, and uh, we are here for the scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast. Even if we do say so ourselves, we are here to give you our thoughts and our impressions on the biggest, the best, and breaking stories. Uh, over the next hour or so, over the next hour or so, it's Monday, start of a new week, the first of five scoops, and we give you everything that broke on Friday afternoon onwards, all the way through the weekend, right through to today. And as a result of that, we have some doozies of stories. So you might want to get yourself a brew, get yourself strapped in, and do feel free to make yourself comfortable for the next hour or so. We are streaming live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads, but we also change this live stream into a podcast, a video podcast that goes on YouTube and an audio podcast that goes on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Do feel free to get involved. As mentioned, we will give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest and breasts. Uh, the biggest and breasts. Nice. The biggest breasts. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> oh, yeah. In my, in my, uh, yes, we do give you the biggest breasts. Well, uh, I feel so attacked right now. <laughs> made a tit of myself there. <laughs> uh, yeah. We, uh, I am in this conversation and I do not like it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah as well as giving you our thoughts and impressions we want your thoughts and impressions and then we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions do get involved because as mentioned we turn it into a podcast all the people that get to watch and listen on demand don't get to get involved right in the show you get to do that on their behalf so make sure you do before we do jump into the news though let me just give you a couple of reminders the loot drop uh, is the same thing that I remind you about every single time we have a show. Subscribers get prizes, or at least one does, every month. One lucky sub gets rewarded for their subscription to the channel by bagging themselves a prize. Uh, the next loot drop won't be until the 4th of October. Wow, October already, almost. Mm. Um, but if you drop a sub now, you not only get included in that loot drop, but you get 20% off because it is September. Every sub that you drop on a, a new channel, you will save 20% off. So if you do to subscribe to a channel, maybe resub to this channel, you'll save yourself 20%. Do it now, you get included in the loot drop, bag yourself prizes and save 20% in the process. Everyone's a winner, baby, that's the truth. Um, elsewhere... Shout out to the lovely people at Insert Coin. I am wearing my Sweets Rage tee yet again. Uh, exclamation mark, Insert Coin, if you want to uh, bag yourself any Insert Coin merch and save yourself 20% on that in the process too. So basically, I'm upload saving you saving your money for your dreams. Uh, yeah. And do you know, as I'm talking about, uh, Chatbot has just dropped into the chat that you can save 25% off Muscle Moose too. Uh, so make sure you get involved there. Actually, do you know what? Do you know what? Something I completely forgot that I'd asked to be set up. Um... Do you know, I'm only going to tell you. Uh, 
now. Uh, it's a secret. There you go. Boom. I'm not even going to read it out loud. Um, but if anyone wanted to buy anything from our Gamers Apparel merch store, uh, there's a little bit of a discount code that Gamers Apparel set up for us um, because it's a scoop theme discount code. I'm not going to mention it. You have to be watching live on Twitch. Actually, if you're watching on YouTube, scoop five. Save yourself 5%. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Shh, shh. Anyway, enough of that. Um, Mr. Bib. Yeah. Did you watch any of the Epic versus Apple stuff over the weekend? Uh, we semi-commented it on... Commented... <laughs> semi commented it what fuck this is this is you all over again this is xbox boss all over again we semi commented it uh, fuck it we commented it i, I still can't even say it commented we talked it. about it <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it on friday for fuck's sake we semi-conductor <laughs> we talked about it ish on friday um because the news started to break or uh, in fact it was cbs over in america that i first saw this starting to break and yeah, it's it's kind of it was the it was the long game that Epic was kind of looking for. I think there was something like two hundred different things that they were suing for, but the one the one thing that they wanted more than anything was to try and take monetization away from Apple. And Graham, I'm fairly certain we've got some roundup articles as to what the actual outcome of that case was. You goddamn right we do. If you missed it, it was a very busy weekend for Fortnite. Not only did they have uh, the season eight opener slash season seven finale slash all of the things going on for Fortnite, but the epic versus apple court case had a judge's ruling we'll go through all of that in our lead story of the day but then we'll follow up with extra stories uh the ps4 finally gets a working emulator eight years later um that's quite a big thing if anyone wants to play games particularly streamers that want to stream games and 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 um don't really have the setup to play games onto the PCs, obviously not everyone has an Elgato or a capture device, uh, then that does open up avenues for that. It's never existed until now. Um, but, you know, if PS4s are not your bag and you're after a PS5, then that might be easier. Scalpers are now getting, on average, 30% less for PS5s than they did previously. That's what you get. Um, I mean, they're still selling them, so there's that too. But, uh, do you know, if they're getting less, then that could make it easier to get. Xbox Series X prices, however, are holding firm. We'll give you all the details of that and why that is the case uh, but then jumping up with our final two articles Gran Turismo 7 single player campaign will require an internet connection so you'll always need to be online and Twitch streamers are leaving uh, which we already know but that's because apparently Twitch isn't paying as much as it used to do we'll go through all of those stories but first let me jump through the chat and see who's here uh, Lake with the introduction saying fat lizard ankle slapper um, that's mm. that's a drink by the way if you didn't see it check out Discord exclamation mark Discord if you want to know the context uh, for that Tito says morning shaggers Mr. T's in the chat says tips non-existent hat <laughs> morning <laughs> morning <laughs> is he, he still asking me ask him uh, yeah yeah I, I, this is of the week what, it. what did you get up to apart from obviously my gift to you for Ronaldo uh, what, what, I, I, 50th <laughs> Yikes. Um, uh, Tito says I enjoyed it gave per purpose to the Flash and Cyborg uh, the original they just felt we weirdly tacked on uh, sidekicks to Batman and Aquaman uh, that said the aspect ratio can get in the bin awful in 4 by 3 see I, I haven't seen the original one so I, me and Daniel were having a conversation on this so Justice League being 4 hours long it didn't feel like it was too long 
Like that's 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 a bit of a marathon for some people that that aren't film people. Yeah. I don't I don't mind four hours is, is easy enough for me. The as fact, long as you're entertained. I mean, it's the fact that it's split into parts as well. I don't know if the original was. Um, it's almost like I mean, I didn't know that was going to be the case, but if I did, then that's quite easy chapter sized chunks where you can nip off, grab bruise and things in between. But I said to Danielle, if you go from four hours to two hours, you're losing a lot. I didn't feel like they were they were rambling on at all in that. Um, so if you take 50% of that away, then you're losing a lot. So yeah, I can imagine that'd be the case. Um, Mr. C said, I'll keep my Justice League opinions to myself for the best. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan. Uh, Pigeon, good afternoon. It says afternoon gorgeous. I think, hey. he, I think he's talking to you there, babe. I think he is as well. God damn it. Morning, babes. God damn it. Honestly, one mention of boobs and that's it. Everyone's dropping in, calling him gorgeous. <laughs> God damn. Honestly. Uh, I want to know your thoughts and impressions now you've said that, says Tito. Uh, I am off. It was a lovely weekend. Nice. Nice. Happy yeah. belated birthday to, to you. Happy belated birthday to... Actually, do you know what? Oh, oh I've only I've only done this like once or twice. I, can't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it. Uh, uh, oh, there we go. Um... I apologize. For nothing! You enjoyed it all. Have that. <laughs> I share Bivy's paid in this. <laughs> I don't know why. I heard the first, I heard the first like drumstick clicking <laughs> together. And then uh, the, the little chipmunk noise. And I was like, I'm glad I'm so glad Discord takes this away from me. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know what possessed voice mod to, to add the the, the uh, chipmunk voice. Because I think there's like, <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Happy birthday to you. And then we've got... Okay, that's enough of that. Let's stop. Happy birthday, Mr. T. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't understand why they've decided to add the chipmunk voice, because it was bad enough to begin with, let alone the rest of it. Do you know what? Do you know, actually, I'm after, down. after looking at Bibby's face, I can see exactly why they've added that chipmunk voice, and I appreciate you, voice mod. Thank you very much. If you, too, want to terrorise your stream, exclamation mark, voice mod in the chat, you can do that, too. Uh, but anyway... That's enough of that. That's enough of that. I think we've all seen and heard enough to last a lifetime. This one... can't be the reason why we're the UK's number one video game podcast. If uh, we say so ourselves. I think it's the fact that we 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 do shit like that and people still turn up for it. That has to be the reason why we're the UK's number one video game podcast. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's get back into the news. So Epic versus Apple. We started talking about this a few minutes ago, so let's jump straight back in. The icon is on screen now. Russell Brandom? Is it Brandom as opposed to Brandon? Anyway, nice. Russell Brandom at The Verge uh, says, Apple must allow other forms of in-app purchase judge uh, rules judge in Epic versus Apple. Uh, just want to stop for just a second and say that mm -hmm. we, we call this. We absolutely call this. Mm -hmm. um, so we were having conversations before we were saying it's not straightforward it's not black and white but I said I would not be surprised at all if the judge uh, goes in favour 
of Epic in the Epic versus Apple case. Obviously, Apple's ecosystem exists. And these conversations... Oh, oh, Danny Day. Three, thank you very much for 22 months. Love you. Love you, babe. Thank you very much, babe. Mm. 22 months. That's almost two whole years. You love to see it. You love to see it. Um, you love to see it. Absolutely. Love to see it. Uh, the bit I was saying, though, was that the judge ruled in favour of Epic, uh, Epic in the Epic versus Apple case. And the conversation we had previously was it's not straightforward black and white because Apple had an ecosystem. Apple made that ecosystem. They made contracts around that ecosystem that Epic um, uh, signed into. Epic then wanted to change that contract after it was uh, had started running. Um, and obviously, num numerous people in the, the chat were saying, well, that's a contract. That is what it is. And I was saying, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, but at the point where owners of systems uh, start to abuse the powers that they've got because they've created the system, if the system is so widespread enough, the state can get involved. Um, if it's if it's pretty much statewide, uh, then then you're starting to get to the issue of monopoly. Um, and that is where this all kind of came around. That's not exactly what was found to be the case, but but, but all I'm saying is I told you so. Just saying, call it. Just saying, yeah. told you so. Call it, call it, call it. No, I'll jump in. Okay. Um, so the order opens up a new avenue uh, for purchasers on the iPhone. Uh, Judge Yvonne Gonzalez-Rogers issued a permanent injunction in the Epic versus Apple case on Friday morning, putting new restrictions on Apple's App Store rules and bringing months of bitter legal jousting to a conclusion. Under the new order, Apple is, and this is a quote, permanently restrained and enjoined from prohibiting developers from including in their apps and their metadata buttons external links or other calls to action that direct customers to purchasing mechanism, uh, mechanisms in addition to in-app purchasing and communicating with customers through points of contact obtained voluntarily from customers through account registration within the app. Basically, oh no, actually it says it next up, I was going to summarise that, but in short, iOS apps must be allowed to direct users to payment options beyond those offered by Apple. There you go, nice and simple. The injunction is scheduled to take effect in 90 days on December the 9th, unless it is enjoined by a higher court. In a separate judgment, the court affirmed that Epic Games was in breach of its contract with Apple when it implemented the alternative payment system in the Fortnite app. As a result, Epic must pay Apple 30% of all revenue collected through the system since it was implemented, a sum of more than $3.5 million. In the full ruling, Judge Gonzalez-Rogers explained her, her thinking on the issue in greater detail. Notably, the judge rejected both parties' definition of the marketplace at issue in the case. Quote, the relevant market here is digital mobile gaming transactions, not gaming generally, and not Apple's own internal operating systems related to the App Store, Gonzalez Rogers wrote. Under that market in definition, quote, the court cannot ultimately conclude that Apple is a, monop is a monopolist under either federal or state antitrust laws, she continued. Nonetheless, continuing the court, uh, the trial did show that Apple is engaging in anti-competitive conduct under California's competition laws. Uh, reached for comment, Apple cast the ruling as a victory for the App Store model. Quote, today the court has affirmed what we've known all along. The, the App Store is not in violation of 
uh, antitrust law. A representative said, Apple faces rigorous competition in every segment in which we do business, and we believe customers and developers choose us because our products and services are the best in the world. We remain com- uh, committed to ensuring the App Store is a safe and trusted marketplace. On Twitter, Epic CEO Tim Sweeney expressed disappointment in the order. Today's ruling isn't a win for developers or for consumers, Sweeney said. Epic is fighting for fair competition among in-app payment methods and app stores for a billion consumers. Separately, an Epic Games spokesperson told NPR that the company plans to appeal. The new restrictions include echoes of some provisional anti-steering restrictions already placed on Apple outside of the US. On September 1st, Apple agreed to allow outside sign-up links for reader apps like Netflix and Spotify following a regulatory investigation in Japan. More recently, a South Korean law opened the door to alternate payment systems, although the practical impacts of the law are still unclear. Apple and Epic Games have been at odds for years over the transaction fee system in the iOS app store, which Apple sees as a necessary operating cost, but Epic sees as a monopolistic tax. The fight came to a head in August 2020 when Epic installed an alternative payment system in Fortnite to circumvent the app store's transaction fees. Apple responded by removing Fortnite from the app store, which sparked an immediate legal complaint from Epic. Let me see, do we need to keep going? Uh, We can stop there. We can stop there. Um, So the gist... Epic didn't like the fact that Apple were taking 30% of all transactions that run through um, the App Store. They kicked off against that. And the simplest way to put it is that that Apple now have to allow you to, to have your own payment systems. You don't have to just run through App Store's payment system and lose 30%. Um, but uh, the judges also recognize that in doing that, in kicking off this whole thing, which has been ruled potentially in, uh, pretty much in favour of Epic in that sort of sense. Um, Epic was still breaking contracts, so it has to pay their penalties for bringing this to light, which, which is an interesting uh, angle in itself, but but contracts be contracts. Anyway, babe, what are your many, many thoughts? Yeah, I mean, the, the, I don't think the article mentions how much Epic actually had to pay out in damages towards uh, Apple for taking them to court in the first place, and I think it ended up being about $12 million dollars um which to us the average consumer that is a lot of money but what epic are going to be getting back because of this now they will probably make that in half an hour like let's be honest if they're going to be uh playing fortnite or whatever third party app it is that are going to be getting played through the apple store if it is an epic app or an epic control it then they'll be getting that back pretty quick the biggest thing in this, though, is whether or not Apple are going to actually allow Fortnite to come back to their device. Because if they don't, then Epic are full-on losers in this because they Good don't have morning. that cash cow being put back onto the device again. Is Don't forget, it's actually not on iOS at the moment, Fortnite. You can't play it on an Apple device. They've obviously got the side-loading stuff, but that affects very small amount of people who probably jailbroken their iPhones. I don't know how many people actually do that nowadays. Obviously, back in the day, it was the thing to do. If you had an Apple iPod Touch, you'd be able to do that. But do people even have iPod Touches anymore? Are are those a thing? Um, So without jailbreaking it, I don't actually think you can play Fortnite on it. So if Fortnite's not on your mobile device, they've unlocked all of the money potential that they could potentially be getting. But without your game on there, you ain't making nothing. <laughs> yeah. So it's a massive it's a massive win for consumers overall and developers who want to be able to contact their, uh, their customers directly. I can't believe that that was something that was being stopped in the first place. 
I think that's outrageous, the fact that you have to go to Apple and then be filtered through to the people who make the app if you have a problem. That's ridiculous. But this overall is a kind of a win for consumers and developers. <clears throat> what's, what's also very odd... One second. <laughs> well, it's not even odd. Um, it's not even odd. I think... I don't know whether or not Epic in this in this uh, court case they put through so many more things that they were suing for as well. But the biggest one that they was looking for was obviously the one that's now been ruled in favor of them, and the other ones they've lost, which is obviously where the damages come from. But do you reckon the other ones were a smokescreen for the bigger for the for the bigger piece of the pie? Like the rest of it, it will just sue for all this stuff. We don't really care about that, but this is the big one. We'll just chuck a load of stuff, potentially overwhelm them, and then see what happens with this one that we actually care about and see how much money we can actually make off of this. Or do you reckon it's they've actually thought about it thoroughly and thought, okay, we'll sue for all this because we may end up winning it the entirety? Because we're the one thing that they've actually won is the one thing that they wanted overall. See, I'm I'm not convinced of that i think they wanted to win uh more than they actually did let me just uh, break off for just a second and post this into the chat um if anyone just wants to hit retweet on that link that is our go live link just to let people know that we are live on twitch right now as we mentioned many many times before twitch is the meeting room but to get people into the meeting room to have the conversation you have to let them know that we're in there so do feel free to hit retweet on that anyway back to the question um are they happy enough with that? I think they'll be very happy with that. But one of the comments that I saw over the weekend in one of the articles that I read is that I wouldn't be surprised if both um, Epic and Apple protest this and um, file... What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Not protest, but um, basically ask for it to be looked at again, whatever the word is that I'm thinking of for that bit there. Um Apple obviously have a big one that they want to contest in the fact that they mm -hmm. now have to offer alternate revenue streams. Yeah, Epic lost multiple other things, so I wouldn't be surprised if they push for that. But some of the things that I've seen off of the back of that is that it was all linked to Californian law. I mean, I'm not super uh, in-depth knowledge legal person guy uh i i know what i know from what i've read but that's not the ultimate be all and end all conversation if anyone does have any contrast and information do feel free to share but what i saw and this could be interpreted badly was that the laws that they're basing that change off are californian state laws and there is something um I did read something about Apple potentially having an avenue to take this to. There's many courts in America. I'm just going to say Supreme Court. It might not be Supreme Court, but they could push up mm. to Supreme Court and say that this is not in the interests of the country because this is judging for the entire country based off of state law, which there is mm -hmm. stuff in there that stops that. You can't say it's right for the country if it's just right for California. And if they've already had some things that they've lost on that were based on state law and, uh, uh, in, well, countrywide law that they've lost on apple could go well how can you base this is right for the rest of the country based off of what's happening in california then it could be a case of does this just get applied in california versus not getting applied anywhere kind of thing um so there's there's still lots of ways that this could all go going forward but it is interesting uh that they have agreed with epic i mean that was the bit that epic wanted all along that was the bit that epic kind of thought okay well we've done our research this is where we can get something back the fact that they are locking people into payments through their system and their system only um and you have to feel that epic would have been buoyed particularly throughout august and september um as the article mentioned the uh, korean and japanese rulings against uh allowing them 
to pass out payments through the likes of Spotify and and Netflix mm-hmm. or whatever it said in the article, you kind of felt that this was coming in some way, shape, or form. Um, but yeah, like you said, the fact that Epic have made such a massive change, if they suddenly get 30% extra revenue, that is huge. Not only yeah. for Epic, but they can then start to lower the prices for their consumers. That would be the key, uh, the key thing, though. Tito's comment in the chat, I'm so glad Epic are doing this entirely for our benefit and not for their own <laughs> personal gain, Kappa. Um, yeah, Epic definitely are a company that are fighting the good fight. But are they fighting the good fight for the good reasons? Probably, but also probably not. The fact that they get 30% extra profit, I would be hugely surprised if suddenly their prices come down by 30% across the board. It's not going to happen. Um, I doubt that would be the case. Uh, and if we don't see a 30% uh, marry up of, of their extra uh, profits versus this, then then we know it's not entirely for the consumer. It's for their own benefits as well, 100%. Um, and that is already exampled by the fact that we were talking about Among Us a few months back, maybe a month, maybe two months ago, probably not two, but um, Among Us wanted to reach out to do a collaboration, a crossover with Fortnite. They were basically rejected and then Fortnite ripped off that entirely, like for like, with a game mode called Imposters. If they really cared about the smaller smaller man, the little devs that are losing 30% of their profits to this big monopolist system that just takes their money and puts it back into the Apple cash cow, uh, then they wouldn't rip off in a sloth uh, for Among Us, would they? But they did exactly that, so... <laughs> Epic are not just in it for the yeah. for the working men. They are definitely a massive company that wants massive profits and would like to take a big share of it. So they they are fighting the good fight, but because it aligns with their their needs and their wants. So yeah, I don't I don't doubt that that's what the they're doing. Exactly, they, they have the same motive, but they also have their ulterior motive as well. Uh, that's the key thing to remember here. But it's it's huge. It is huge. Epic has been forced to pay twelve million back. That's a nice, tidy sum. But Epic are paying a million for for a game just to appear on the Epic Game Store. (laughs) They can afford that. I mean, the the actual um, article mentioned that in the time uh, that Apple... Apple uh, Epic must pay Apple thirty percent of the revenue it collected uh, through the system since it was implemented, a a sum of more than three point five million. So at thirty percent of revenue. Okay, that's 3.5 million there. You've got a field in periods like now where you've got season eight launching, um, massive spike in people spending V-Bucks, buying the new battle pass and things like that. Uh, basically, I'm, I'm using a lot of words to say 3.5 million, which is part of the full damages of 12 million is not a drop in the ocean really for Epic. It's a big chunk, but it's something that they will win back. And if you that's, that's not even factoring in, in the fact that they are getting 30% profit increases on everything going forward now. Um, the only thing that, that I don't know about is, like, wasn't there a conversation or something in the rulings? I thought it would have been mentioned in this cycle, but it wasn't. That can Apple choose to bin Epic off of their store now, though? Can can they? Like... Yeah, they were, they're already not there. They're already not there. They took them off when the court case started. It might have even been before the court case started. Do you remember? Obviously, we remember the video where it was dead grainy. Coco. Yeah, the uh, Fortnite it was dead stuff. grainy. 
Yeah, yeah. So that had already been taken off at that point. Yeah. It's whether or not Apple decide to let them back on the well, platform. Well, that's again. what that's what I mean though, because Apple have removed them from breaking contracts. Um, that is now something that they can do. So you'd kind of feel if that was the be all and end all, and nobody was opposing any of the, the rules by the judges, you'd shake hands and go, okay, fine, fuck it. Let's just continue to make money together. Uh, Apple will still make money off Fortnite, just not as much. Um, and Epic will earn more, and and jobs good in. But but. It's a case of like the judge didn't um, say I, was, I can't remember the phrasing. It was basically saying that the, the judge didn't have to put Fortnite and Epic's apps and stuff back on, but um, they didn't have to ever have them kind of going forward. And I'd be interested to see where that actually goes because obviously Fortnite was pulled down as a result of having that external payments. But yeah. would Fortnite now go? Well, do you know what? Fuck it. We don't want you. On, don't you want? Don't want you on our systems anymore. Anyway, are they going to throw their dummy out the pram, or are they going to let it continue now? Uh, no, it, it'll be an. It will still be in Apple's favor to have them back on their platform, regardless of what's gone off outside of court. These companies are business first, regardless of everything else. Forget about what they tell us to our faces. They are business first. Without business, that neither of them exist. So, not having Fortnite on your mobile i would like to see how much it was making beforehand and how much it's just dropped off a cliff do you know what i mean so there is still the ability to be able to pay for fortnite through your mobile there's just obviously other ways like if epic was to go back on there again and you wanted to buy some v bucks they could probably put a button in there that'll take you to an epic website rather than paying through it through your mobile phone and uh going through your apple receipts People may, may still be able to do that through the Apple receipts. It's just that Apple won't be able to take as much, or if any, at all. It's just another way of them potentially being able to take money from you. But I don't think having not having Fortnite on your mobile device would be a smart move. But I, we don't know how much they've lost. Like in general, over the last three, it's been more than three months, and it we'll call it six months. How much they've actually lost for the last six months? Are you looking? Are you trying to see me, cat? I'll just put I'll just put your full <laughs> screen so we can see Coco mooching around. I'm gonna let her out in a second. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know how much they've potentially lost in like the last six months with them not having Epic on there. Would it be worthwhile not having them on there at all? Like surely having them on your profile, uh, having them on your platform. It, it, it's a moneymaker. It has to happen kind of thing. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, the interesting thing to see, though, is is Fortnite is doing the, how do you do, fellow kids? Epic is like, no, we're one of you. We're one of the people. I wonder how long it is before they stood there back in their suits side by side with Apple suits going, yeah, 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 we're, we're really proud to be back on the Epic Games, uh, the Apple Store, Epic Games and Apple high-fiving big friends. Money, 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 money. That has got, it's going to happen. It has to happen. Apple likes money uh, and success, and Fortnite is exactly that. I mean, your timeline on social media yesterday would have been filled up probably, yesterday evening, UK time, would have been probably filled up with Fortnite Season 8 stuff. And again, this morning, you'd have probably seen even more of it. So Apple wants a slice of that pie. So Epic may be doing the how do you do fellow kids, but it won't be long before they get their corporate suits back on and be stood side by side shaking hands with Apple. That's just, it's business. That is the way it is. Um, let's jump back into the chat. Jade Farrar says, who made your stream graphics? Super clean. Thank you very much. That's actually made by um, our internal team. Um, so shout out to... Uh, 
Oh, I, I, Gatekeeper TV. That's his name on Twitch now. He changes his name every, every, uh, every few years, but he used to be, <laughs> he used to be uh, Next Gen Renegade. He's now Gatekeeper TV, aka Mr. Craig Pitt, um, uh, the rabid pit bull. Uh, he and uh, two of the other guys in our design team uh, put the assets together. So our sexy transitions, the artwork and stuff that we have, uh, it's all done by our, our lovely in-house designers. But thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, scrolling back up, Pidge did drop in and say, uh, Bibby's Resi's posters are fire. You got them right. Yeah, they are. Uh, and then we get to the comments about me singing happy birthday to Mr. T, saying uh, Tito uh. Sh- shares his pain in it, and he's starting to question why. What? Question why I share happy birthday with 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 Mr. T. That's clearly what you're questioning, not my singing and the app that I used to do it at all. Yes. No. Uh, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Um, uh, show says, TLDR, what's the ruling? Basically, there was a bunch of rules that the courts agreed with in favour of Apple. Um, but that's kind of all overshadowed by the fact that the main thing, the big one that Epic wanted, was that they wanted to be able to take payments for anything in-game through their own systems. They don't want to have to be forced to use Apple's systems. So if you if you have something that you can People can purchase through your website or through uh, your app on any other system. That's fine. But when you're on Apple's system, you have to go through Apple's payment systems, uh, which Apple then charges you the nice fee of 30% for Fortnite. And Epic was saying that that was greedy. Apple was saying it was a necessary function. Epic saying it was a, a monopolistic tax. And the courts have ruled in favour, not saying that they have a monopoly, um, but they have ruled in favour saying that, that it was anti-competitive so by not having competition there that limits the user's options which means that apple can exploit that uh, by by adding the option to use alternative payment methods as well as apple pay um, you increase competition you look out for the consumers and basically it's good for for the majority of people while still leaving apple in the equation that was what the judge kind of went for it which i agree with i agree with um However, that's not all done. They will not, no yeah. objections, that's the word. They will not, uh, Apple will object to losing the big one. Epic will object to losing the eight other mini cases. Um, mm-hmm. But right now, uh, it all looks good for Epic off the back of that. Going yeah. forward, I mean, they have been hit with a $12 million fee, but that's pennies compared to what they will start to get back off the back of this. There you go. Can you imagine if Epic actually went back in, though, to try and double dip, to try and make the outcome even better for them? Let's be honest, they might have lost a lot of the battles, but they've won the war in their own opinion. Imagine they went back in and lost it all. <laughs> I don't, I, that would be fucking amazing. I don't I don't think you have to go like all in, though. I think you can just go, I object to that ruling. So I think you can object to specific elements rather than just going, yeah, actually, we'll, I'll throw yeah. in the one I've won as well. Because imagine... Oh, but surely Apple will be contesting the one that they've lost, yeah, the biggest yeah. one that they've lost. So it could go either way. Like, that would be... A, that. I mean... When I say the word amazing, as as someone who sits in the middle, it's genuinely not asked. It's one of those things. But like for an overall story and the drama that it would contest, that is incredible. That would be amazing. Imagine, imagine. I mean, like as mentioned though, for shows TLDR, one of the things that was also mentioned, not in the article that we've covered on the Verge, but I did see it on the weekend. I can't remember where I saw it. It was, I think, it was in more of a, a mainstream slash finance financing news article. Um, which is probably where the extra detail came from. But it, I've mentioned it already, uh, so anyone that's been in the stream, sorry for the repetition, but um, that is based off of Californian state law. And um, the the kind of 
analysis's view is that analysts' view is that if Apple are going to contest, they're going to contest the fact that that is a state law based for full mm. countrywide use. So um, Apple could take it to Supreme Court and go, uh, "What you're doing is 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 managing um, globally off of locally, which is not what we do with any of our laws in the United yeah. States." So that could be a big a, a big like tenant of Apple's counter case, but. But we will see. We will see. We'll keep you posted as things update on that. Um, obviously, Epic losing a big chunk of money. It'd be interesting to see how quick things get turned around. Apple have 90 days. So by December the 9th, they have to have made all of that right. They have to have alternative payment options back in, uh, in not back, but in systems. It'd be interesting to see within mm-hmm. 90 days if Epic and Apple have had everything smoothed out so that Fortnite is reinstated. Because if Fortnite is back by mm-hmm. uh, 9th of December, then then that could just be a, no, fuck it, you're back, you sort your stuff, we'll, we'll turn our back on you. But yeah. I, I don't think, I think, I, I can imagine that it's in their best interests to shake hands and, and look like you, you're the united front so that, that Epic not only starts making money on iOS systems again, but... Apple starts churning money on iOS systems again. Uh, I think because a lot of people will want to go through websites and so on, but a lot of people will just have payments set up in Apple Pay and just go, forget it. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's three quid or whatever. Not Absolutely. Take it. So, That's it. It's just the, 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 the fire and forget thing, isn't it? You just have it? As soon as you press pay, it'll come up. It'll like a little ticker at the bottom of your phone. It'll come up saying, how do you want to pay? PayPal uh, via Epic Games wallet, via Apple wallet or whatever. Like... If your if your brain is already fixed on choosing Apple Wallet, then nothing's going to change, really, is it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you see, anyone that subscribes on Twitch, uh, I would wholeheartedly recommend that, that you do it through a website because if you do it on mobile and using um, the iOS payment stuff, it's more expensive. I've subscribed to channels using mobile, mm-hmm. and unless you're doing six months of subs and you get like the discounted thing, um, then it's more expensive on a month by month basis. That said, if you're on a browser and you sub for six months, it's cheaper again, even still. So yeah, avoid avoid mobile phone tax. Uh, Tito says, depending on how this applies, this could be bad for users. Apple and Google can uh, can ensure any apps on their stores are verified. Android less so with the dodgy stuff that can appear at times. If this essentially means open season, Apple users may be more vulnerable if they can load AP- APKs outside of the store without having to jailbreak their phone. I don't enable APKs from outside the store on Android. Uh, no, I get that, I but, but there is already like... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? In-browser functions uh, that have been implement- implemented over the last few months. So, like, Xbox Game Pass can be played on iOS devices, but only through the browser. You can't do it through a specific dedicated app. Um, so, if you can if you can play Game Pass through a browser, then you have to feel that that payment systems would be an extension of that. I mean, I'm not I'm not a dev by any stretch of the imagination, but if you can play a full video game stream from a server, I imagine that that payment systems would be easier um but like you say there is definitely security risks within that which is where a lot of apple's arguments came from i don't feel that's that's the be all and end all though if if we can play video games uh through a browser we should be able to ensure some levels of security through a browser i mean that's kind of in apple's interest too to make sure that their their browser Mm -hmm. um safari on their mobile device is secure enough um and operators would work to make sure that is the case. I mean, it still does put on the users and there is definitely less clued up users could be open to more exploitation off the back of that sort of stuff. 
But yeah, uh, I, th I think with anything, it's, it's like pay paying through your browser right now. You're open to exploitation from people there anyway. It's just a matter of customer due, di mm. uh, due diligence, but you can't put all of that back on the systems uh, themselves. I think it's it would be it would be wrong to penalise and and take more money off of people in their best interests. Ah, we think you're at risk, so we're going to charge you more money. But but I'm not a risk. Stop charging me the money. Let me fucking see. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 yeah. that's my choice uh, kind of thing. Um, but anyway, that's a whole different conversation. We're gonna put a pin in that and move ahead. Jade Farrar, thank you very much for the follow. Not only do you think our graphics are super clean, but you've dropped a follow as well. We appreciate you. Um, thank you very much. Into our next bit of news, though. Would anyone like to play some PS4 games? Would you like to play a PS4 game, Bib? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, mean, I would love to. Well, I mean, I'd rather play a PS5 game, but yeah, <laughs> a PS4 game, great. I mean, I know that you don't have any avenues to play a PS4, like you want a PS4. You've got so many PS4 devices that you've given one to your mate to use for the time being, and you've got a PS5 that can play PS4 games. But if you didn't have all of that, yeah. I mean, I know that you do have uh, Elgato capture devices that link straight through to your stream, so you can capture straight off your shout to Elgato for all their support to the stream, by the yeah. way, exclamation mark, Elgato yeah, in the well. chat. But if you didn't have any of that and you wanted to get PS4 games on your PC, well, it seems mm -hmm. like there might even be a way to do that now. Uh, I don't know if that is the direction taken by this article. I haven't read through it, even though we did share it. I think I was even the one, maybe, that shared it on our Discord in the Scoop section last week, but I didn't go through yeah, it. I saved did. it for today. Uh, this is written by CC Jang at Kotaku, and it says, PS4 finally gets a working emulator eight years later the emulator already has hundreds of mostly indie games in its library uh spine is the first and only stable playstation 4 emulator available and its game library was updated on september the first hundreds of new games are now somewhat playable on this emulator and the developer promised additional titles in the future the emulator was first announced via a youtube video that was uploaded on july the 3rd 2019 it showed off emulated titles such as Mega Man legacy collection and stardew valley there have been other attempts to emulate the playstation 4 orbital another endeavor isn't ready to be, to be released to the public and the windows based gpc s4 uh, can't play any games yet pc sx4 appeared to be another ps4 emulator that seemed to show some promise but it was later reported to be a scam nice uh, the spine project is closed <clears throat> excuse me one second uh, the spine project is closed source as developer zek Coxow said they wanted to avoid diluting the emulator's development. While running over 300 PS4 games is an unprecedented feat, it should be noted that Spine is unlikely to be running intensive AAA games at top performance right now. The majority of its initial library were indie games, and the developer stated in the release notes that the 2D games uh, achieve the best performance in Spine. The GitHub notes indicate that the emulator allows players to use a keyboard right now. I admit it feels kind of bad that such an impressive emulator can allow the Linux-owning public to play on a ton of indie games that are still being sold. There's an argument to be made regarding how emulators can aid in the historical pre uh, preservation of games. Indie developers are often more reliant on sales to survive since they don't have the same resources or name recognition of large studios backed by massive publishers. A quick glance at the screenshot of the games list does reveal several unlocalized game titles. The Ibea and the Aikage games listed, for example, were never officially released outside of Japan. Spine could allow more people to experience games that would otherwise be prohibitively difficult to uh, obtain. While players on a Windows operating system are still out of luck, a working emulator on any operating system is an impressive feat of reverse engineering. Uh, and then there was an update to the article, updated wording to make clear that the emulator itself, uh, emulator itself does not download or supply game ROMs. There you go. Um, PS4 emulator. Mm -hmm. Thoughts, Bib. Yeah, I mean it's it's a bit 
it's a bit grim at the moment with the PS4 emulator in terms of the the, the games that they've actually got on there because I'm fairly certain most of the indie games, like it mentions in the article, would probably do with your money rather than you downloading an ISO for these ones. There's, the, the PS4 emulator is going to take a long time to be able to try and get it up to standard where you can actually play PS4 games. Like they're still trying to achieve that with the PlayStation 2 and Dreamcast emulators, and those are... 20 years old at this point if not even older i can say do we even have a ps3 emulator let alone ps4 yeah we do yeah there's a 361 as well but again they're unstable like the 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 selection of games that you are able to play on those are usually either the most popular ones or the easiest to run that don't demand uh most of your much power to be able to do so so it's there's a lot of games in between that just aren't getting there. Um, so you'll you'll get stuff like Gran Turismo, which is obviously a hugely popular PlayStation 2 game. Um, and then you'll probably get most of the Pro Evolutions, which over here there was massive, but around the world, not so much, which probably don't run as well as you, what, you'd, what you'd like them to do. Um, so again, emulation is coming a long way, but it's taking a long time to be able to do that. It might have taken eight years to get a PlayStation 4 emulator, but I can guarantee it's going to take at least another eight to be able to try and get the kind of performance from these emulators on a working, uh, an everyday PC, an everyday gaming PC, not a top tier one with like 30, 70s in there. I'm just talking about your ones that probably cost eight, 900 quid rather than three and a half grand. So it's it's a very difficult process and it's just, it's, it is a shame when you think about it, like the only games that are playable at the moment are the indie games that you could probably pay three or four pound for, but instead you're able to download the ISO and run those ones. And then those indie companies aren't getting the three or four pound. I mean, that's obviously a low ball thing. There is obviously indie developers out there that are getting 25 to 30 pound for their games because it's still 20 pound cheaper from a triple A game, but still you get the concept at the moment. The indie developers probably are going to be cheated out of a bit of money, but I think it's going to be a long time before you actually see PlayStation and Xbox One games running at their fullest potential for via an emulator because they are so demanding. There's games that I want to try and play on my emulators that I've actually got backup discs for that don't run very well in emulators that I've got. So it's going to be a while. Yeah, it's 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 good to see progress there because I mean. It's it's always a tricky area. You, you kind of you kind of want to speak about emulators because emulators allow for posterity. So we saw the the PS3, PS Vita, PSP libraries being kiboshed, and then it was just the PSP one. Um, but emulators allow for those games to be accessed by audiences that may have physical copies that just don't want to open them get them out don't have the hardware available to play them anymore but want to play them on their systems so if you've got a psp game but your psp dies you're screwed you unless you spend a few mm-hmm. hundred quid getting a new one because you know the, the rain out prices are starting to go up if you've got an emulator <laughs> you, you, you can live that which 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 is nice i mean obviously the downside is that you do get the likes of indie developers that are at risk uh and hopefully this emulator progresses to the point where it kind of nullifies that that risk so that it becomes a useful function for generations past as opposed to just taking money out of developers that are currently working to get indie titles onto PS4 consoles right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Tito says, I'm an, I am know I'm an Xbox fanboy, but that's why Xbox have done well. Cross-generation integration on every generation of the support for classics as far back as the OG Xbox is unreal. I can still play the games I owned from back then. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying there, Tito, but but Xbox sucks balls, so that's not really a good thing. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, that is huge. That is huge. Xbox absolutely is by far market leader in terms of uh, ensuring backwards compatibility. Um, 
And the smart delivery is just an absolute game changer. Hundred percent. Back back combats. Uh, back compact with smart delivery uh, and quick resume. Play any games that you want from all of the consoles and never really have to break between them. Genius, mm-hmm. genius. That is Xbox's. Imagine if it comes to Switch. Like that's it's fucking hell. It's game complete at that point, then, isn't it? It, we talk about games everywhere. You can play them on your mobile phone. You can play them uh, via the Xbox app on your PC. You don't even have to download the games anymore. Say likewise with your console, like, and then you have the ability to be able to play them on your Switch. I mean, if you're talking about if you're talking about completing it, mate, fucking hell, put a massive tick next to that. Games everywhere, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's something that could happen, but I feel like it's something that Nintendo just won't let happen because I think I think Nintendo will realize that if you let people be able to play xbox games on the go through the what's effectively through the browser you can upscale the games that you're playing on your switch so you can play a non nintendo switch dedicated game and it will look better because you're playing hd versions that are downloaded streamed straight off of servers if you're playing like x cloud games game pass kind of things or you can go back to your low res polygon switch switch games so i kind of feel like nintendo won't let that stuff happen but but there you go. That's that's a big old tangent. Uh, I look at PlayStation users trying to figure out how they how they play prior gen games on PS5 and having to navigate options on the store and the lack of cross gen play between friends. And I find it baffling. <laughs> baffling. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. It's it's stupid. I mean, even without the functions, just just from a UX perspective, it's it's functions. Uh, what the hell is barling? It's it's barley yeah. barley filled carling. That's what it is. Ooh. Um, yeah. if it wasn't for emulation my kids would never be able to play the classic games I grew up on it, um, it's, exactly. it's a wonderful function it is a wonderful function um, but as with anything like that um, modding lies close to illegality and, and, and emulation is very very close to illegality for a lot of people yeah. which makes it easy for a lot of people to push past legality um, but it does have such great functions as well genius is, is close to insanity whilst Enelton is close to illegality. There you go. Nice. Um, <laughs> when the original PlayStation 3s came out, I'm I'm devastated that I didn't go and try at least try and get one because I would I, I just wanted an Xbox 360 at that point. I had a PS2, but I just wanted a 360. I just thought it was a better option. And I'm devastated that I didn't pick up one of the original PS3s because that was the they were the consoles that you could play your PS3, PS2, and PS1 games on, and they were like the best way that you can actually play those games. So if you wanted to uh stream pes 5 or pes 2 from your uh, on your ps3 hdmi cable bosh you're good to go up it slightly makes it a little bit clearer and then you're good to go and i'm devastated that they pick one because the, the them those that are out there in the wild now are near damaged or you're paying a fuckload for ones that are in near, uh, near mint condition because the lasers were so predominantly bad on them so I'm devastated that it picked them up. I mean, it's still gutting that that was the cutoff point for backwards compatibility because the PlayStation 4, you couldn't do that. The PlayStation 5, you can't do that unless you're playing the PS4 game. It doesn't go all the way back. The world lost its shit when everyone thought you could actually play PS1 games on your PlayStation 5. That doesn't seem to be the case. I mean, there could be a firmware update in a couple of years' time that the, the, the stuff's actually in there for you to be able to do that. They just haven't put the firmware out. So I'm hoping that that will be the case, but I just I can't see it. They don't really look after the game historic library like xbox does which is slightly upsetting because if you're looking at it pound for pound the playstation's got one of the best markets that has ever been in video games um the caters for everyone around the world um it's just devastating that we haven't been able to utilize that fully but it is what it is um they're looking forward rather than paying attention to what's behind them 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a little bit of a shame that PlayStation were looking at backwards compatibility at the start of the PS3 generation, and then Xbox kind of didn't start until um, Xbox One generation, but then have made that a core tenant of their... I've used the word tenant twice in one stream. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, made it a core tenant of their I, their ID going forward, and as such, have have worked in backwards compatibility so intrinsically now that it's huge. Whereas PlayStation were like, oh, yeah, we didn't think it was going to take off. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> fuck. It's, 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 it's like the the blockbuster scenario. Yeah, this online streaming stuff, it's not going to take off. Everyone's going to keep going into their DVD shops, their VHS stores. Let's nip, nip, nip down to Blockbuster and get a a new DVD. What's this Netflix? Nah, it sounds stupid, <laughs> mate. For fast forward. 12 years later and it's like so that was it's kind of that sort of situation xbox saw the future there much i mean the playstation saw the future and then realized that actually the future costs money and components and software so we're just going to get rid of that save money on the ps3 production take out all the backwards compatibility stuff and we'll just go forward people only want to play ps3 games anyway they're not bothered about ps1 and 2 and oh little did you know little did you know um uh, to be fair, with the lack of exclusive on Xbox, we need a bigger back catalogue in Game Pass to, to pit broke the scratch. <laughs> I mean, there is that too. There is that too. There's been lots of arguments about is that why there's been such a look about what has existed previously. Um, but yeah, Xbox emulators for newer consoles in theory should be easier to get running on PCs because of it using modified Windows code. Or at least that's what MVG reckons. Yeah, and PlayStation has the uh, the confuddling elements of the PS3 being an absolute clusterfuck to code for and then changing back again for PS4. That's the issue with with it, PlayStation's backwards compatibility is PS3 was such a it was it was like you hit you're going down a straight road PS1 ps2 and then you take a massive detour for ps3 and then you're back on for ps4 and ps5 ps3 was for whatever reason such a drastic change that was i think it was good for development for their systems but not good for developers and the systems and the process that developers use so ps3 was great for their stuff but so off course for everything else that they decided to come back onto course uh, for ps4 mm-hmm. and onwards which has been a, a massive issue for emulators and stuff over time anyway let's put a pin in that because we are now over time almost so, <laughs> so we uh we'll we'll take off our last two articles sticking with the playstation the gran turismo 7's single player campaign will require an internet connection uh this is written andy robertson at vgc and it says sony confirms the campaign uh, livery editor cafe and more will require players to be online. Gran Turismo 7 single-player campaign will require an internet connection. It's been revealed. As spotted by Push Square, the online requirement is noted in the small print of a new PlayStation blog post, which confirms that campaign mode, delivery livery editor, scapes, photo mode, GT Cafe, and GT Auto will require... Uh, require players to be connected to the PlayStation Network. The previous Gran Turismo entry PS4's GT Sport also required an online connection in order to access the majority of its content. However, Sport was positioned primarily as a competitive online game from the start. Gran Turismo's uh, 7 head, Kazu... Kazunori Yamauchi has said fans should expect a full experience from the racer, similar to earlier games in the series. The PlayStation Racing Series' most recent instalment, ps 4 GT Sport, deviated from past games by cutting the vast car collections of earlier entries and placing emphasis on competitive online driving and esports. Uh, on Thursday, Sony confirmed GT7's new release date is March 4th, 2022. We'll put a pin in it there because we don't need to go mm-hmm. through the rest of it. But, babe, if you were playing Gran Turismo 7, the single-player campaign, not multiplayer against other people online, would you expect an online connection for that? And now you know that there is an online connection needed for that. Um, Mm -hmm. 
is that a deal breaker? What are your thoughts? For me personally, no, I don't think it is. Uh, I don't know whether or not it's one of them ones that it, do you reckon it has to be always on or just a digital handshake? Like, I imagine the single player leaderboards is why it needs an internet connection all the time. Like, it needs to be able to pull through your friend's scores or global scores onto a leaderboard. It doesn't. I imagine in the races, actually, as well, you think about it, you might have the ghost cars, you know, like you do on Forza, so that the world is filled with ghost cars of your friends that have been playing it. Or if you don't have enough friends that play it, it will pull, pull through the world's cards to try and build out the world and it not just be a lonely experience. I think that's the reason why. It doesn't give you a reason why. I think they would have probably, people would have been a lot more lenient against this if they actually give a reason as to why it's needed. If it's just for leaderboards, that makes no sense. If it's for a worldwide environment, so you're racing against real-life ghosts of people, people's cars and their track times that makes more sense them just saying you need to to be always on is probably going to get people's backs up but as we mentioned loads of times this was something that xbox tried to do eight years ago and it didn't fly then we are in a completely different world now post uh, well i say post pandemic we're still in it with uh, fair albeit you can feel the tail end of it where people have been at home so they probably do have better internet connections than they did eight years ago or you'd hope so at least so I don't think this is as much as a problem as it was back then, but it is going to still be a problem for people who like to take their consoles and they work away. They take the PS5 and they think, oh, I'm going to be able to play GT7. You get to your hotel room, you can set it up. There's no Wi-Fi. You're having to hotspot your phone to it to be able to try and play that game. It it affects a very small percentage, and I'm talking about that as an elitist Englishman where the internet is probably quite decent around these parts compared to the rest of the world. Oh, you don't um, have so data for us, caps that, that, that yeah. mean that you've got certain amounts of data online kind of thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so we are definitely in a privileged position over here. The rest of the world, I can't comment. I genuinely don't know. Um, but it is an interesting decision. I'd like to know more as to the reason why they feel that is the case because for a, a single-player racing game, of all things, you'd probably imagine that you would be able to do uh, things without the internet but there needs to be a reason as to why is is there going to be is it going to be filled with community cars for other people or is it literally you just want to be able to pull through people's uh track times there's a big difference in that as to why you need an internet connection yeah like i mean tito's comment in the chat is my is my knee-jerk reaction it's 2021 is it really an issue um and and well, it's, it's it's starting an article it's a headline article so well it's a headline in an article so it, it clearly is an issue but is that issue something that has been fabricated by history uh in terms of is it really an issue now or is it an issue that we're talking about because it has been an issue before um so we want to gauge interest to see if it is an issue and that issue obviously been mentioned xbox needs to always be on um that wasn't because they wanted to make it super invested with the world and bring you the best experiences and exclusively that was part of it but part of it was drm digital rights management you need an always online connection so we can tell that you're playing the games that you've paid the money that we want you to be paying so that you can't buy secondhand games or you can buy secondhand games but through us and we're going to charge you extra for it again um so there was all sorts of issues with xbox's reasoning for it is that the reason why the article still exists? Possibly, uh, but but what Bibi mentioned, there's definitely still some there's some questions to be asked there. Why, if we're playing single player, why can we not have that offline? Is there not like the option to like untick things? Like, okay, I, I realise that if I'm going to play offline, uh, play 
and lose my connection, so I switch to offline, certain data won't be tracked or certain things like having the ghost cars of your teammates and stuff won't appear, uh, appear through because the servers can't grab all of the necessary metadata to, to add the extra functions to my game. If we're in 2021, do we not have that function? I mean, we've seen many, many times that my my Sky internet shits the bed. Uh, so what happens to me in that situation? Does it unsave? Does it kick me out? Do I go back? Like, like what happens there? I mean, because that's not just a, a cutting of a handshake. It's like 30 second downtime and then it comes back again. Um, uh, well, 10 seconds downtime and then it comes back again. So is that enough to, to disconnect me from the game? What happens in that sort of point so it's it's i see both i see both sides of it i i don't have an issue with an always on connection because i play mm -hmm. pubg which is a battle royale that's entirely based about an always on connection i'm fine <laughs> with it i'm fine with that um yeah but i like baby says i'm privileged in the fact that i can sit here touch wood with an internet that stays on um not everyone has that opportunity some people have data caps some people have time caps and and and, and so on so yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's one thing I've not even considered about. Imagine like the, the China effect where you can only play games between 8 and 9 p.m. three days a week. Imagine how shit the network is going to be in that hour. Yeah. <laughs> Just the whole world a whole world logs on. Fuck me. Uh, yeah, well, that'd be crazy. Hey, your brother's asked, uh, I would like to know what's being tracked and for how long the tracker found. Do they need access to the mic and stuff? You see... For all that privacy stuff, it, it genuinely doesn't bother me at all. Like they will be, if people are trying to track what I'm fucking talking about and what I'm listening to, they will be bored instantly. When I'm talking about uh, walking people through my whole, my full eighteen holes at the weekend, they'll be they'll be turning off after the second hole. Let's be honest. So uh, the, I get why people can be they don't want the privacy tracks but they're usually the people who say that are the same people that tag themselves in everywhere on facebook and always have a mobile phone on them so they're being tracked like your mobile phone is literally a listening device and a tracking device they can hear everything and see everything that uh, say they i don't know who they is like <laughs> who are they who are they to be doing who wants to track me and where i'm going is essentially what i'm saying like if you want to be off the grid don't have a mobile phone like if you if you want to be away from the world itself, don't have an internet connection around your house, don't have Sky broadband. Like this, you can dig so much deeper into this and debunk most of the stuff that people think. Like the people didn't want connects in the front room because they thought that the government are going to be sat there going, "I wonder what Bibby's up to today." Always oh, sat in his underpants watching fucking match of the day. Like I d I don't understand it at all. It's one of these things like if they're going to be listening to mike i'm fairly certain that they're not going to be listening to you like it may you might think it's a an invasion of privacy but it i highly doubt it'll ever come to a point where you are put being sent to court because you called the referee a bald nonce <laughs> nice uh, i started reading to those comments so uh, so now at the end of the little bit and then i heard bald nonce and i was like what <laughs> that took a that took a left turn uh tito's comment does say if you have story store reward cards they know all about you if you have a mobile they know or uh they know about you my life isn't exciting enough to care what they're listening <laughs> in on see i, I fully I agree that's 99 of people <laughs> i mean i fully agree and I, I agree with what bibby's just said i do agree with, with with the sentiment obviously for freedoms and stuff it's like why are you listening in like you shouldn't be but at the same time i also understand that do you know what that if if they had the ability to listen in people people don't realize how many man hours are required to <laughs> to to sort through one person like imagine if i said if i'm gonna stream 24 hours a day seven days a week um 
the amount of resources to just keep eyes on me for that stream for 24 hours a day, seven days a week would be huge. You'd need multiple people <laughs> just for me, let alone like every conversation that's ever happened. But I do, I do agree with the sentiment. It's, it's, it's that people think it's a Truman show. Like people are just going to be turning on the uh, channel three and they'd just be me sat in front of a PC. I mean, if you go to twitch.tv forward slash ask you'll see us each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. ish. But apart from that, like no one's, no one's watching my life. It's not, it's not entertaining enough. So yeah, I'm gonna set. I'm gonna start it. That's it. The G-Man show. That's what I'm setting up. The G. <laughs> that's it. Fucking me walking out to my car. Good morning. And if I don't see you again, good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Pow. Stay Honestly, yeah, I fucking love that film. I fucking love that film. A lot of people hate it, but the Truman Show is an absolute great of a film. I, I've like. I, I think we spoke about it not too long ago. I'd seen it when I was younger and didn't quite get it. So I've just assumed that it was naff since, but haven't seen it since. Uh, so I watch could, it. I could watch it again. It might. It's it, amazing. It might resonate a little bit more, particularly. In, a, in an always on world now which it wasn't when it came out 20 odd <laughs> years ago uh i mean playstation users are probably worried seeing as many uh as so many of you are sexual deviants who watch porn on ps yeah shout out to uh, shogun ash yeah, live for that by the way 70 uh, percent of Pornhub viewers watch on a ps4 sure <laughs> yeah just don't again don't touch anyone's mobile phone or ps4 controller Exactly. That's why when Shaw comes to do a score against cancer in the studio, we allow him to bring his own controllers because he ain't touching ours. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You're constantly walking around baby wipes, disinfecting everything afterwards. I mean, yeah, now we've got an excuse on COVID. COVID. Well, why are you not cleaning anyone else's controllers? Sorry, Shaw. Just, 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 just COVID. COVID. Anyway, uh, on that bombshell, we have one story, so I'm going to go through this one. Um, this could yes, be we one. Have two. Uh, we have two. We could, we could, yeah, we could nuke them both for tomorrow. Uh, I've only so I've gone through Apple. Oh yeah, Mr. Scalper's one. I skipped past it. Uh, mm, mm. I reckon the Twitch streamers one probably is a good one for tomorrow because I think we could probably talk that for about forty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 leave that one. Obviously, we I did mention it earlier that Twitch uh, Twitch streamers are leaving because Twitch isn't paying as much as it used to do. Uh, that article we will shelve. So if you have been sat listening waiting for that article, apologies, but we will discuss that tomorrow. There you go. There's just the, the whole cliffhanger. We give you a tidbit, but take it away. Um, <laughs> poster check, boys. Okay, set it up. Set it up. It's it's for me. I did I did sit up. I don't know if you saw it earlier on when you redeemed the poster check. Bibby was talking, but I did sit up. But yeah, I need I need like a permanent reminder. It lasts for sometimes minutes, sometimes seconds. I've had someone say, posture check, you sat up, but then as soon as you started talking, I went, oh yeah, that's a good point, and then just sat back down again. No, <laughs> sit up, right? It's like, my God, at least at least carry on uh, redeeming the posture check. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. Um, but yeah, do you know, I will, I will quickly run through the scalping article because I don't think that's one that we kind of need to uh, bring back. Hopefully, it's a good news day Monday, and we don't need to jump back into this tomorrow. But if you if you're interested anyway, um, scalpers are reportedly getting thirty percent less for PS5s. But Xbox Series X prices are holding firm. Uh, reseller site StockX claims that the resilient Xbox prices are due to fewer restocks, which is a, a little bit of a role reversal. Xbox were throwing out consoles, and now it's kind of switch. Yeah. But that's just got to be a supply and demand. Xbox have got rid of their supply whilst the demand were there, and are looking to build that back up. While PlayStation, you've kind of feel and now finally getting their stock out. Maybe, I don't know, who knows. But anyway, we'll jump through the article. Resellers are now getting around 30% less for PS5 consoles than at launch. While Xbox uh, Series X prices have remained comparable due to fewer shortages. That's according to secondary market StockX, which shared the data with bombs. According to people, uh, to people 
the publication spoke to, while the prices as scalpers are getting for the PS5 consoles have declined, the volume of consoles being sold has remained steady. StockX is a reseller site launched in 2016, originally focused on sneakers, but later expanding to electronics following the launch of next-gen consoles last November. Earlier this summer, it claimed more than 130,000 PS5 consoles had been sold via its platform. Uh, the company claims that PS5, uh, PS5 prices have fallen by almost 30% since their peak, which was $1,000 on Cyber Weekend 2020 for the disc version. In September, the console dropped to $715, which was also 10% less than the price in June. The, uh, the digital edition, PS5, also spoke to $1,000 on Cyber Weekend 2020 and is now selling for just under $700, which is 6% less than in May. Officially, PS5 retails for $499 disc and $399 digital. That's in dollars. Uh, meanwhile, Xbox Series X prices have remained uh, recently compared closely to what they were at launch. According to StockX's data, Series X's price has dropped by 25% from its Cyber Weekend um, to its lowest price in July. Do you know what? I'll pause there. We don't need too many numbers. We get, we get the idea. Scalpers are getting less for their PS5s. 30% less. That's, that's probably because there has been a good steady flow. And the reason I kind of want to mention this as well is I just wanted to remember, uh, remind people of where you, got, uh, you guys can get your eyes slash hands on PS5 consoles. Obviously, it requires being in the right place at the right time and being lucky. at But I'm trying to find it. There we go. PS5 Stock Alert UK on Twitter. Do follow that account. Genuinely is the fastest at reporting new stock. Just this morning, um, uh, I can confirm that us at Ice Cream Uploads have secured a console, although I don't know whether we've secured it for our studio or whether we've secured it for a client, but we have secured a console this morning. That was because one of us was um, a BT user and BT do their own little batches for their customers. We've managed to get another console today. Nice. Um, but you can get your hands on consoles. So, so follow accounts like PS5 Stock Alert UK if you want to get your... This is not a spawn. This is not an ad. We are not affiliated with them. This is just generally where we've been able to buy... Uh, consoles from the input that they give out to anyone that follows their account they do have a discord that i'm not in that could potentially give you more information but uh yeah if you're after a ps5 do follow accounts like that that way you get yourself all the information so that you clued up as to when and where you need to be to get uh the consoles um mm -hmm. but yeah uh, xbox's price remaining constant ps5's price is dropping is that a blip will we see more consoles uh over time or what are your thoughts in general bib yeah, I mean, this. Uh, we started to see the decline of scalper prices a couple of months ago, didn't we? Like Facebook Marketplace, now people aren't willing to spend nine £800 because they realise that they are able to um, get these at... They're coming out thick and fast now, let's be honest. you could, If you really, really, really want a PS5, there are so many different ways that you can get them by paying for them... Uh, with their recommended retail price rather than a scalper price like like you say it, it does include a lot of luck and it also includes you paying attention and having your notifications on for certain accounts that tells you when they're going to be out but if you really want one chances are you you probably will be able to pick one up um so i think the people aren't willing to spend the extra four or five hundred quid now for a console because they are they have the FOMO, the, the fear of missing out. It, it isn't a thing. So scalpers are trying their best to try and get rid of them. And whether or not that is Facebook Marketplace, whether that is eBay or whatever, I'd like to know how much CEX are currently selling theirs for, which I might end up having a look at because they were some of the dirtiest that I've seen. I was in the shop and I tried to get a picture of it, but the one behind the counter was just staring at me like I'd seen uh, a person behind the counter 
looking on eBay at what they was going for so they could put it in their own window at the same price, if not a little bit more, so that people will potentially go and buy it. But that is that is that is what the world is doing, isn't it? Why would you sell it for less when you know you can get more for it if the if the going rate is 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 quite high it's putting money in your own pocket it doesn't annoy me that it's in a a proper chain of stores that ha- that are doing that but at the end of the day business is business in it so i'm glad that the price of the scalpers is coming down as well because it means that everyone will have the option to be able to play these new consoles rather than 300 of them being sat in someone's warehouse 695 quid is what yeah that's down, that's down 200 quid so yeah that's that's they're still making profit naturally they'll buy for 480 um and then uh sell for 695 so mm-hmm. absolutely rolling it fuckers uh show says graham conveni- uh, conveniently forgetting that he's technically a scalper i am a scalper um yep, i am factually a scalper as, as, yeah exactly so i bought myself a playstation nice i bought myself another playstation nice one upstairs one downstairs one digital one disc yeah then i bought a third playstation for luke uh, aka Jeroen, one of Team Ice Cream uploads. It cost me four hundred and ninety nine pounds, and he and ninety nine pence, and he gave me five hundred pounds back just so that he could mm-hmm. add the extra penny and call me a scalper. So facts, I am a scalper. <laughs> there is there is no way about it. <laughs> Fucking fucker. <laughs> big um, profits, big stonks. Yeah, next time I go into the office, I'm gonna go in and give him two pence and say, "There you go. Not only did I buy it, but I got you a discount." So so I'm not <laughs> I'm not a scalper. I'm like a I'm a Samaritan. <laughs> uh facts there you go there you go um that's it though uh for us today as as mentioned the twitch stream is leaving twitch because twitch not paying as well we will pick that conversation up tomorrow a reminder that we only have one stream on a tuesday so tomorrow that will be our only stream but today mr bib yeah a little baby tells me a little baby a little baby tells me yeah no, a little barbie a little bit a little baby uh tells me that that you might be playing some games this afternoon yeah, I'm going to be playing some games. Uh, I need to make sure that it's still updated because it was last time I checked. But I think we're going to be sinking some hoops in Ooh. NBA. I am so out of touch with what basketball is. I don't really know the rules unless it's NBA Jam, which I know it's not. So that'll be entertaining. So yeah, I'm going to be playing some NBA for the first time on this channel. So that should be interesting. If you're not getting um, like fucking all the way from downtown last minute after the buzzer three pointers to win the game then then i'm disappointed because that's what you did against me in the yeah. jam at nq64 so you better hey, you better bring it i just i just want a new nba jam i just want to be able to play nba nba jam is i want i don't want to say underrated because it is one of the biggest and best games that has ever been but nba jam is like the pinnacle of basketball games for me 2v2 couch co-op is unrivaled when it comes to nba especially when you're hitting them last second jump shots from your own from the halfway line and it goes in and you just the klaxon goes three points to the bib hello win by a point that's exactly what you want from your basketball games and that is the pinnacle but yeah we'll see we'll see i'm just interested i'm just interested about the world that the city looks fucking incredible i thought when i was watching fix a plate this morning i thought i was watching gta he's just flying around (laughs) on a skateboard and going to the gym like that's me that uh yeah nba not gta god damn it uh but yeah. the good thing is if you haven't played any nba and you're you're slightly interested like i am um then do feel free to check out baby streams if, you, if you're thinking about how how is it going to work how is it going to go through how can i approach this game what is going to be the impact 
of me as a noob in this game, then yeah. feel free to join the stream today because because we can watch Bibi be the noob for us. And then when we jump in, we'll all be like, yeah, I know exactly how this works. So I, <laughs> I will be sat in the chat watching. Uh, Do feel free to do the same. Um, when it, you... it is gifted, by the way. I just want to clarify that it has been gifted to us by the top guys over at 2K UK, uh, obviously at NBA UK. Guys, they give us both me and Graham a code for it, so we're very much appreciated by that. You goddamn right. Hashtag gifted. Um, so when can we see this hashtag hit this this hashtag gifted stream then? But what time are you going live? <laughs> I'm looking at. I just want to grab some dinner and get a brew in that. So I'm looking at about one to quarter past one is when I'm going to be going back live on that. So you give me enough time to be able to go and freshen up as, nice. uh, as you'd expect. Nice. Well, do join us back on the channel at about one one fifteen for some NBA two K twenty two action for the first time ever on this channel nice nice before any of that though mr bib is there anything else yeah. that you'd like to add again thank you very much for joining us for the first episode of the week that means we still have four episodes left that you can help shape so if you want to help shape them shows there is two ways that you can do that first of all find us on social media it is at ice cream uploads across all major social media platforms or get involved with our discord if you're watching this on any of our on-demand services uh including youtube go into the description below you'll be able to find all the links that you require down there all we need from you is a url plus your false impressions we will then give you our false impressions on the very next show which will be at what time tomorrow mr grand day at 10 a.m ish yeah, yeah, 10 a.m. tomorrow we'll be back with a scoop. But do join us in about 30, 45 minutes-ish for some NBA 2K22. Have yourselves a fantastic Monday without me, though, and I will see you on Tuesday. Until then, Steve Frosty. Steve Frosty.